All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Truth Warrior. Very happy to be here with you once again today. This is kind of a bonus show. Uh, we're doing an extra one because this is going to be an awesome interview. I'm going to be having with uh, a new gentleman that I just met, came across. He lives close to me. He has done a bombshell viral video that I played in a live stream a week or so ago where we were getting into who owns everything. What's this all really about? What happens when we follow the money? And he has raised some incredible points and done a really, really good job of putting it all together in a video, uh, a PDF, and uh, just breaking it all down about uh, getting focusing a lot on Vanguard, but talking about BlackRock and just getting into some of these massive, massive uh, corporations and, and agencies that are really uh, set to profit tremendously off the situation that we're in. So before I bring them on, you know what, let me just show you the video because I'm really happy to report that the views on this thing, look at the views. It's already over 85,000. So that's pretty cool. And uh, if you just, just to remind you guys, let me just play you a quick little, a short little blip of this, just, so you know, who we're talking about. Um, uh, so I think, I think the answers to all the questions and I'll get into those questions lie with one simple piece of the puzzle that I don't think anybody has, or at least nobody has talked about it yet. And that is this, everything that you think is going on probably isn't as crazy and fantastical as you think it is. It's all about the money. And if you just follow the money, um, I think a lot of, a lot of everything that we're going through is going to make sense. So that, so that's at 35 or so or 30 or no, not even it's under 30 minutes. So very easy to share. I'm going to link it all once again, over on my telegram, make sure you follow me at DW truth warrior. I'll put it on Twitter also, and uh, make sure we get this out. The good thing that he also did was put it into a PDF, everything that he covers in the video. So you have the actual evidence package. And this is something that also you can send to friends, family, your local police department, government officials, whatever you want to do, get it out to the media, even though we know they're never going to cover it. But uh, let's just do what we can to get this information out to people and continue researching uh, this whole narrative so we can learn more about what's really going on behind everything. And you can actually check out uh, Chris's website. It's onenation.ca and it's one spelt with one W-O-N. So W-O-N-Nation.ca. Uh, we're going to play a, a little clip later on in this show to sample some of uh, Chris's work. But for those of you who aren't aware of Chris, uh, here, let me just come back. Boom. A quick little bio so you know who, he's, who he is. So Chris has been involved with various forms of communications for 25 years. He's written production scripts for stage and television. He has a sketch and comedy book published in the U.S. and has a self-published science fiction novel. Chris also spent 15 years as an advertising consultant, having written over 1,500 ads for television, radio, and newspapers. Having also spent time as a PR consultant, Chris has been on the inside of many newsworthy events and has seen firsthand how news organizations lie with no accountability. Chris is now using that experience to expose lies and bring clarity to the confusing mixed messages that are being pumped through the mainstream media. And without further ado, let me bring Chris on with me here. There he is, Chris. Hello. So good to see you, man. Thanks for jumping on here. And we're very happy to have you on Truth Warrior. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy to have you because this is something I really want to learn more about. And you are the man that has put countless hours into this specific point about getting into Vanguard. Um, maybe for people, you could let them know a little bit about what it was that sort of woke you up to this. What got you interested in, in following the money? What got you suspicious about the pandemic? Uh, and a little bit about your personal story that, that led to this epic video that you've put up. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a bit of a long story. And, you know, as far as what put me on to uh, what's going on right now, I think I knew we'd been had right after the first six week lockdown. Uh, so we got out of that and it was uh, probably end of April and we were coming into summer and the death rate went way down. The case counts went way down. 
and they still kept us locked down. And uh, Northwest Territories had no lock, no cases whatsoever. Yukon had no cases whatsoever. They were locked down. And that was about when I knew we'd been had right then. So, uh, you know, having experience with uh, with communications and how they work, uh, I, I kind of felt something fishy was going on from, from that point forward. So I'd been working on um, various ways to expose the propaganda. It's It's really sophisticated the the psychological warfare they're doing on their people right now is is highly sophisticated and you know as as much as it's it's evil to the core you have to understand it's highly coordinated and it's very well done um so if nothing we need to at least respect it because until we start doing that we're not going to be working together to to combat it so you have to understand this is not by accident and it's not a whole bunch of people just following one narrative it's highly coordinated by a lot of people so um well, i've had this i've had the exact same feelings and what you've done is just confirm them even more and it's the longer this has gone on in in my opinion the more blatantly obvious it's become mm -hmm. but you highlighted something really important that i think a lot of people are still trying to wrap their heads around is why are so many people still so hopelessly in just stuck in this loop of thinking and you pointed out about just how sophisticated this is. This isn't mm -hmm. like you said, this isn't just something that happened. And then they're just, the government's just fumbling the ball. They make it look mm -hmm. like that all the time where they're like, well, the government's just incompetent and people make mistakes and science, you know, they're the, it's like Fauci is always trying to tell people as he's moving the goalposts, well, the science is evolving. So just stick, mm -hmm. stick with us and eventually we'll get it right. And you mm -hmm. go, well, no, th th there's financial in interests involved. They have uh, openly censored and silenced mm -hmm. top level, top level scientists, uh, you know, journalists, lawyers. Uh, they don't want anybody giving you any other version other than this narrative that's coming from everywhere. It's all over the world. This, mm -hmm. The news agencies, uh, no matter where you turn, whether you're watching the news in Italy or Germany or the U.S. or Canada, where we are, it's the same narrative. And you must have seen it as well with all the premiers in, in, in Canada um, mm. where, you know, Jason Kenney, he had said, we're never going to do these passports. And mm. then he's like, comes around, okay, we're doing them. Bonnie Henry, same thing. We're not yeah. going to do them. Now we're doing them and there's zero exemptions. And then mm. Moen Saskatchewan and then Biden, you know, we're losing our patience. And you go, who is writing this script? What is really going on? Mm -hmm. And how is this so coordinated? So maybe you could just, from your experience in the media, just let people know how sophisticated that process of putting out these messaging systems really, really is. Because that is what has, I think, put people into a trance or it's like they're under a spell or something. Yeah, I think before you can get into what they're doing, you you kind of have to get to the point where you really have to come to terms with the fact that they are straight up lying. You know, and, and we were talking that uh, my first experience with news lying was back in 1992 and and i said to my boss at the time well they're straight up lying and he says yep they're lying and i said well they're not allowed to do that and he goes well they do and there's no accountability so that was my first wow. kind of experience so i what i'm watching now is has gone from sort of twisting the truth or spinning it in their right direction they've been full-on lying like the uh, the nurses protest in front of the hospitals the lies they've spun around that unbelievable so you you first have to really get people on board with the fact that your government is lying to you and your news organizations are lying to you because we've always had this false expectations that they can't that they're not they're not allowed to there are safety nets in place for everything and and they're yeah. supposed to tell the truth but it, the days of woodward and bernstein have been gone and it's you know now we're into clickbait news and no accountability and you know what your your government is lying for you lying to you um so you know we, we i mentioned uh before we started today that if i knew why videos went viral i'd be doing this interview from a boat um so why why that video hit eighty five thousand views i don't know could i replicate it again i i doubt it but my guess is the very reason I put this package together. And uh, I spent a lot of time in my, uh, in my video talking about uh, the idea that this isn't a grand conspiracy theory. It's not the Illuminati's. It's, it's not the, you know, Michael or uh, Bill Gates trying to microchip you. Uh, it's just simply about the money. 
and uh, a lot of the comments I get on the Rumble video seem to be like, well, you can't possibly believe it's it's all about the money. And of course not. It's just, it's one aspect of a lot of things that are going on. But when you tell people, you've, you've got, um, let me back that up a little bit. We have a six month or six week disruption event that caused uh, people to get out of their routine and they were confused. And that was when the the negative and fear messaging began. They were just hammering people with fear messaging. So now a year and a half later, you've got a whole massive population that are completely fear conditioned. So now they're set in this, this uh, cognitive dissonance that they can't get out of, period. And so you're not fighting with people, you're fighting against this conditioning that, that has happened. And again, it's very sophisticated psychological warfare um, that has been done to the Canadian people by its own government, which is, you know, illegal to say the least, right? But um, uh, and governments so, all over the world simultaneously, absolutely. which is just stunning when you think about it. And it's all a coordinated message. When have you country and every news outlet agree on everything all the time? Like that should be a big, uh, you know, hint for you right there. But so when you talk to people and say your government and the news is lying to you, uh, and you're trying to tell them that, you know, the virus is, is overblown and the vaccine is bad for you. You're not going to get there because they have to now admit, that the government is lying or the news is lying and you tell them straight out they're lying and you inevitably get or inevitably get to the big question. The big question is, well, why, why would they do that? Right? So right. the beauty of what I've put together is it reduces all the grand conspiracy theories, all the tinfoil hat theories, if you will, and puts it into something very simple to understand. It's just about the money. And I think that's why it's getting so much traction is because it's a plausible theory for those people that, you know, I mean, I can't come to most people that are, they're just maybe, maybe willing to listen to it, but they're so stuck. Right. And if I come to them, it's like, well, it's depopulation man or microchipping man or it's, you know, reptilian people and aliens trying to take over the planet. It's That's too just big. Push it's too, yeah. It is. It's going to push them in the wrong direction. So what, what I like about it is that this package is really kind of just, it's a gateway drug to more information, I think. Right. So for those people who are kind of waking up to it, this is very plausible for them. So I spent a lot of time in that video downplaying the idea of conspiracy theories and upplaying the fact that, you know what, it's just the 1% coming back to rip your money off again. That's all it is, right? And I think that's very palatable for people, right? That's a good, um, that's a good so point, Chris. It's, you know, it's not just that one thing, and I'm aware of that. It's, I mean, it's many different aspects. Right. But this is really palatable for people to uh, to get on board with, you know. And I can appreciate that, and I noticed that, and I actually advocated for that with this video also because I'm I mean I'm in the business of of doing a lot of research into what is called by the media conspiracy theories, many of which have turned out to be factual. Um, but mm -hmm. at the same time, if you I was I've been saying this a lot lately, is you have to meet people where they're at, and where they're at is in the place that the media and the politicians and their education system has left them, which is mm. there's nothing nefarious going on behind the scenes of government. Everything's totally cool. The media is just there reporting what they can. And yeah, they spin things and they're just trying to make money, but nothing more to see here, you know? And so when you come out with all the big guns right out of the gate and you're grabbing people, shaking them by the shoulders, you're like, dude, the Illuminati's trying to kill you and sterilize the world. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's just, um, it, 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 like you said, it pushes people further away. Whereas yeah. we need almost like, I like how you call that a gateway drug. It's like, Hey, just check this out. You know, there's a mm -hmm. possible of trillions of dollars of profit for those mm -hmm. people who are engaged in not only talk like, so they've framed this, this problem, which is the virus, right? But the solution is only allowed to be the shots. It's the only solution. It's what they told you. Stay mm -hmm. at home, you know, sleep under your bed, lock your doors. Don't ever touch another human being again until we got the shots. Right. And then, but people, doc, everybody's like, well, why aren't they at least giving us some advice on how to boost our immune system or get some right. exercise or, or, or there's other yeah. therapeutics that have been shown to do yeah. amazing things. Why are they actually yeah. censoring those people? For me, that was just a huge moment. But when you tell, if I tell the average person, well, the reason they're doing that is because they want to kill you. 
that mm-hmm. they're already tuning out. But if you say, well, the reason they're doing that is because they want to make money. That's what the average mm-hmm. person can grasp, I think, at mm-hmm. the first stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once they're willing to accept a, a why, whatever why it is, if, you know, if they're willing to accept the why behind it, then they're willing to look at more evidence against it. Right. And you're right. My biggest thing right now is we know that the biggest killer and hospitalization problems are people with comorbidities and, and elderly. And out of those comorbidities are heart problems and, and diabetes. Those are two biggest ones. When have you once mentioned, heard Bonnie Henry mention uh, diet and exercise, nutrition and exercise? Like every doctor will tell you that's the key to health. Not once has she recommended anything that will reduce the symptoms of heart problems or, or diabetes. So, I mean, that should tell you right there. Instead, there she's pushing people towards fast food restaurants, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's, if that's not enough of a clue yeah. right there, right? It's so I, I'm with you. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I'm not naive to think that 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 really is the only thing. I think it's part of it. I think we could certainly put a big uh, uh, chink in their armor if we all collectively decided to defund Vanguard. It, you know, at any given moment, and they're easy to spot out, you know, you know where they are, you know what they're invested in. If you just, if we all collectively stopped using Amazon, and then that would put a big dent in, you know, that would send a message for sure. You start telling Vanguard and the people that are invested with them that, you know what, you're the ones that are not essential. You know, we're gonna come back to, to local businesses again. So there's there's a lot of elements that are really great about this package for sure. And, and I know it's, a lot of people must agree because, like you say, it's it's hitting a, it's gotten a lot of views, and the package I know is being shared around quite a bit, uh, and it's in the right hands too. For all those people who are saying you need to send it here and you need to send it there, you need to send it here. I it's they've all got it. Everybody's got it, and it's not getting dismissed. So you know, have faith. There are people on this, right? So. Well, that's what I love too. What you did, Chris, is you came with a really good solution. And it's a solution that I've been banging the drum about for a long time, which is that we have to starve this beast. I've been using Mm -hmm. that as a slogan, starve the beast, meaning, look, Mm -hmm. we just went through, I'm a small business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. Many of my friends are, everybody lost their businesses that I, some people were lucky enough to keep it open, but a lot of people that I know it's, it's historic, the amount of small business owners that have been absolutely crushed. And Mm -hmm. it just so happens that of course, it's too dangerous to go into a small business that can only fit like 10 people to serve you some sandwiches or whatever, but Walmart, Costco, Hey, target, no problem. You know, uh, we can't ship certain things, but Amazon, no worries because they've taken special measures. Like, well, why can't we all take special measures? So -hmm. what I've been saying is that we've been, we've just experienced the largest transfer of wealth in human history, which for me is by design. And you can use that greed angle as definitely the angle to do that. Uh, leaving the geopolitics aside, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is why even the sponsor I brought on my show, uh, you know, truth warrior switch, it's the idea of switching to a, a family owned company or somebody local going to the farmer's markets, finding the small businesses that aren't, uh, operating like this and mm-hmm. finding people with integrity that you can trust and start learning. This is what I love about what you've done is you've taught people how to find out who owns the companies of the products that you're buying the digital media you're consuming. I think what you said, if you can watch it, if you sleep with it, if you eat it, if you, you're, it's probably Vanguard or BlackRock at the end of the day. Um, Did you have any more points on, or maybe we should get into just how big this is and, 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 and how you found this trail of breadcrumbs. Uh, What was the trail of breadcrumbs for you? You must've started with, okay, there's Bill Gates, there's Google, there's Amazon. But how did you get to the next level of that that pyramid going, oh, then there's companies that own all of those guys? Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of did it backwards. I'm I'm like, what the heck is going on? You know, and and one of the first blog posts I ever did was on the Hope Springs Church in Manitoba. And I don't I don't know if you remember that, but early in 2020, when everything was locked down, they were yes. meeting in a field a la drive-in style, and they're all in their cars with the windows up, and they were still meeting. So nobody was even close to to touching or communicating or spreading anything. And they got fined and shut down and fined again and threatened. And meanwhile, pictures are coming out of the Costco in the very same town where people are shoulder to shoulder. And that was when, like, there has got to be a reason, because this is not science. Like, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm also not an idiot. 
right? So that's not science. There's something else motivating that. And so I started poking in into that part of it. And uh, and like a lot of people, I got into the World Economic Forum really early. And so uh, mid 2020, I think I did a, a blog post on Christia Freeland being on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum and how we're giving all this money to World Economic Forum clients. And that's where I thought it was, but it didn't answer all the questions. There were a lot of pieces of the puzzle, like they gave money to uh, Blackberry and they gave money to Loblaws and they gave money to Canadian Tire, which didn't quite support the narrative because they were didn't seem to be really involved with the economic forum. Uh, so I kind of just sat that down and, and started looking for pieces, but nothing was really coming. Um, I had all of most of the pieces in place, and then you mentioned it. I watched a TikTok video with a guy talking about BlackRock right. and how BlackRock owns everything. And here's how you find out and go to Yahoo Finance. Uh, hmm, that's interesting. So I went and looked and sure enough, I started looking at, at BlackRock and they, yeah, they own everything. But then there were other companies on the list and I'm like, well, who owns BlackRock? And the trail just kept going up and up and up. And you've got, I think you've got Vanguard and BlackRock and State Street and Berkshire in some areas and Wells Fargo and a few of them. And then like there's a top 10 that own virtually everything. And they're all kind of incestuous. They all own each other. And, and so it's really confusing. But at the top of the list, the trail of who owns who ends with Vanguard. And that's where the trail goes dark. And that's what really alerted me to the fact like there's something going on with Vanguard. And then I discovered that Vanguard sells ownerships to its clients. So their clients are protected, their owners are protected by client confidentiality. So we don't know who owns them. And so it's it's highly secretive. And BlackRock is not as secretive as, as Vanguard. So that, to me, that's where the trail ended. So that's kind of where, where the buck stopped in my mind. So I researched that and it really comes down to about 60,000 people or less. 60,000 is flagship clients and these flagship clients, they own one to $5 million, but then there's flagship select, which own 5 million plus. So it's that five, that flagship select that own probably the, the lion's share of everything that's getting sold on the planet. And, you know, and, <laughs> again, trying to downplay the conspiracy theory stuff, but if you want to find your Illuminati, that's where it lies, right? And yeah, exactly. you know, these are these are the people you would absolutely expect to be on that list. You know, everybody from the Rockefellers uh, to all, all the way down to Nancy Pelosi and Biden. There, no <laughs> doubt, they're on I'm that sure. List. Right. Oh, it's just a big, I love how you said it was like this incestuous relation. Cause you see these, that's what gets confusing for people is they're like, well, I see a bunch of lists of these people that own shares. They all own shares. And then when you keep following those trails, you see that all these people are in everything. It, literally pick a company, pick a sector. And mm -hmm. these people are going to, you're going to find them. And then you start going to the next level of, well, who owns all the pieces of their company. And then, as you said, I, I tried my best to look into it too. And yeah, Vanguard, you can't get past it. It's like they, what's the unique thing about Vanguard again? They don't have to share who the public shareholders or anything. What's their clause with that? So they're owners. So if you go to holders, you won't get anything. They're a public company. This is really weird. They're a public company, but act like a private company. So their shareholders are sold ownership in the company. And so uh, what that means is they don't have to supply a holders list. So you don't know who owns most of Vanguard because they're confidentially protected as their client under the client confidentiality. So, um, you know, and, and, and so it gets kind of secretive at that point. Right. And people have asked, well, how come they're not up on antitrust charges and why aren't we stopping them? And, you know, it's funny because again, a lot of their holdings are broken up between several holding companies. But then they've also got uh, mutual funds and the mutual funds get even more convoluted, right? So their mutual funds, Vanguard has like 15 different mutual funds. Um, and so does BlackRock and so does State Street and so does Berkshire. So again, you know, it looks on the surface that they they own about 6% of a company. But when you start doing all the math, and I was pretty open that I, I am not uh, a math expert at all. So I would need a forensics expert on this one, like a accountant. Um, but for me, if I'm just digging down just like one or two layers, it looks more like it's about 10 to 15% 
ownership that they have in a company and that's not that's not even digging too deep right but i think i think of a lot of the misconception is that blackguard is the head of everything and and I, I think that's intentional. I think people are meant to think that, you know, and I, the other evidence I put forward is if you go to the World Economic Forum, BlackRock is one of the partners, but Vanguard is not, right? So it looks like they're trying to stay under the radar a little bit. And uh, so I think that, I think maybe BlackRock is a little overestimated or Vanguard's underestimated. And like I say, I think the World Economic Forum is overestimated in the sense that I think they're just a marketing propaganda branch for, for Vanguard, so. That's a really interesting point. And um, yeah, it, it, this is this is massive. I don't know. Speaking of Vanguard, I get this stuff, you know, in the in my ear now and then. And I don't know if you've seen. Let me just share this real quick. The newest upcoming Call of Duty game. <laughs> Guess what the title is? Oh, oh. Vanguard. Vanguard. It's actually called Vanguard. Because Vanguard, of course, is the the name Vanguard is referring to a military unit that's at the front line. They're sort of like the tip of the spear or they protect the king on the battlefield. They're one of the most valuable pieces. So Vanguard, you'd, you'd expect it might just be coincidence. But I'm looking and I thought, interesting. I just watched this video by this guy, Chris, about Vanguard. And then I look up and sure enough, the latest Call of Duty game for what it's worth. Um, but, you, you know, you just find that there's there's this ownership that's there. And then what about when you were looking at the World Economic Forum, right? Because this is really popular. And you said something really, really powerful in that video you did where you were like, well, everybody's thinking the World Economic Forum is the head of the snake. I never thought that. I, I felt, well, they, they're just a conglomerate or something. There's a bunch of different things going on with that. People mm -hmm. from all different kinds of fields join it. And um, some of them probably just for career advancement, but others are probably more invested. But then who owns that? Mm -hmm. So could you get into that? Because everybody is under the impression because of Klaus Schwab, he looks mm -hmm. like the James Bond villain. Totally. Um, you know, right. And, yeah. and you go, well, then everybody can sit there and go, well, it's Klaus Schwab trying to take over the world with Bill Gates. Yeah. But then you go, well, yeah, but it goes bigger. These are just the public faces, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean. Who who doesn't want to pick out Klaus Schwab as a, as a giant Bond villain? I mean, he just he lends himself to it. Um, yeah, I think it's you know I think it's more of a coordination, propaganda, marketing branch, uh, like I say. But I think a lot of things are coordinated through that. I think there are public faces for what's going on behind the scenes, and they're one of those public faces, you know. But um, when a Vanguard, then I started putting all those pieces of the puzzle together and it looks more like a Vanguard holding list than anything. Like it's, again, it just mm. falls into that incestuous relationship. You know, all of those giant companies that they own are all on board with this, you know, and then you break that down and go into the young global leaders, the form of young global leaders, which is kind of the, the people portion of, of all of that. And you find out it's shocking who's involved in that. Well, shocking and then it's not like mark zuckerberg is one of them right and so you can see right. you can see all these people in there so it's it's um but there's yeah. conservatives and liberals right like everybody thinks this is politics but you got dan crenshaw in the u.s yeah. you got you know uh people that I, it wouldn't surprise me the affiliations with a lot of our conservative leadership in canada being mm -hmm. that they are tech they're not really operating as conservatives they're they're continuing to push this same thing and they're very soft around these issues, which is probably why they yeah. lost this election in Canada. Yeah. But um, but it's interesting. You'll find people from all different aisles, from different countries, from different backgrounds. They're all a part of it. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's what really stunned me is who has yeah. the ability to, to control and manage all of that from the top. Uh, but it is interesting. The World Health Organization, this is when you get fact check on Facebook or anywhere else for mm -hmm you know, spreading medical misinformation by sharing an interview with a doctor. I don't know. That's what happened to me. You, the, mm -hmm. What they're going to direct you to is the World Health Organization. That's the official, you know, Vatican of the health industry. You can't question yeah. it. And yeah. uh, then you go, well, who who's the top funder of the World Health Organization? Well, it's it's Bill and Melinda Gates now mm -hmm. that America pulled this funding. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you know, who's right. involved. Yeah. And so then you keep following yeah. the trail and you keep finding these same people. Right. And that's, you know, that's really what I'm hoping people will do. You know, it took that that TikTok video of BlackRock 
for me to put the final piece in the of the puzzle in place you know and so then i i decided well it's, i like i'm not i'm not a spotlight guy at all i don't want to be at the forefront of everything you know i used to be stand-up comic and those days are way done you know i've had kids i'm not funny anymore so i don't want to be on on camera <laughs> anymore right um well, but here funny. we are i think it's super important to get my piece of the puzzle out there so somebody can jump off of that you know and i'm getting sure. i'm emailing with people around the globe now who are saying hey this this applies to my country and i said yes that's that's the point I'm trying to make. So I'm working with people in UK and Germany and Australia, um, you know, on on putting their end of that puzzle together. I think the UK has got a unique situation where they have to publicly list all their funding as a politician. So it's super easy for them to find out who's on board, right? You know, and so, mm. um, so I'm just hoping that people take that. It's a template that works everywhere. It's an investigative roadmap where you just say, you know, Vanguard owns this. These people are involved with the World Economic Forum or the Young Global Leaders, and how does that apply? Do is Vanguard lobbying my government in my country, and it, it works perfectly, and it's laid out, and people can just do it for their own country. And so, all I'm hoping is that it's just it's my piece of the puzzle. You know, I was listening to Dr. Malthouse at the rally last weekend. That's why I'm so yeah. red. I got so much sun. Um, and Malthouse was just saying, you know, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't offer a big piece of the puzzle, but every single one of us is a crack in the wall. And that's that's what we are right now. We all have a piece of that puzzle. And if you just add your piece, even if you think it's insignificant, it's a crack in the wall. Right. And right. and make no mistake about it. It is, you know, it is a giant wall. It is so well organized right now. You're up against a, a literal organized army, you know, so. Yeah at the highest level with the most amount of power, money and influence, right? Which is Absolutely. why it's shocking and why us little people uh, have to come together and, and become our own media. Uh, we have to stop giving our money to these people. We have to stop giving our uh, attention to these people and start working on these solutions. I've been working on a community level with people just in my local community, in my family, mm -hmm. spreading out to my online community. Love you all. Thanks for tuning into these shows yeah. and spreading it far and wide. Uh, literally people from all over the world that are thinking the same thing. And yeah. we're, we're all bringing pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. And if we could stop shooting arrows at each other yeah. and start pointing it at the right enemy here, because we have a common enemy, don't we? This, mm -hmm. is, this is what I think is really important about what you've done, Chris, is show people uh, this is not about your health. There's mm -hmm. another agenda afoot. It doesn't have to be laced in a bunch of conspiracy theories. It, it as you know for that language it just has to be factual provable undeniable and then from there we inform the people because right. it, we, if we've been all been paying these people and giving our money to these companies thinking oh well i'm just buying something from walmart or i'm just getting something from mcdonald's or whatever and realizing oh it's all owned by the same people that are currently trying to enslave the planet and and yeah. loot the loot the coffers of the world right now yeah. then we have the power to go well now that i know that I'm not going to buy from there. I'm going to start changing what's in my cupboards, what's in my, my, you know, my fridge and, and what I do and what kind of media I consume. And I think mm -hmm. that this is really where the power lies is in mm -hmm. our ability to remove support from these people. Yeah. yeah and I, I think people need to bear in mind that, you know, it's not like I, I'm, I'm honest about what I see. I'm watching the rise of the fourth Reich and nobody really sees it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we could get into the the argument fallacies about about what that entails, but um, um, but I think people need to bear in mind that this has never been done in history before. But we've never had a history like we do now to learn from and be the power of the internet. And I know that Trudeau is working really hard to shut that down, but we have never had this much quick access to it the all sum of information in humanity as we do now. So we have a powerful tool that's never been at our fingertips before. And I honestly think that whatever plan that they're trying to work through, I mean, this is, you know, everybody thinks that like Vax passes are end game, but I think this is like step two in several, right. you know, like yeah. out of 50, you know, and once they get through with this, they're going to start doing the exact same thing with climate change. You know, they've all but admitted it. Right. So, um, so we, we've got the benefit of, of information sharing like never before. And I think they would have been way farther ahead 
if we didn't have this tool. I think they're shocked at how quickly people are figuring things out, sharing things. They think we're stupid cattle, right? They think we're yeah, just a bunch of ants. And, you know, you give people the collective power of, of uh, mind sharing and make it so easy, you're like anything out on the internet you and if you've got one fact wrong you're going to get decimated in seconds and that's the power of the collective mindset right and i don't think they expected it i thought i i think that they were just so consumed on their own hubris that they didn't see a lot happening i predicted things were going to come about a long time ago and they still haven't materialized and i i think they will but i think it's just been taking a lot longer than they ever thought it would Right. And, That's and so we, we have a lot of power at our fingertips and we just we just have never had this power before. And we need to recognize that. But it's all really going to come down to unity at this point. You know, there's so many people doing their own thing. We're going to have to start getting as coordinated and as sophisticated as they are. And that's why you have to really look at what they're doing and respect it. Right. Because we need to we need to emulate that on the other side. Right. And just one more point in that. That was the other important point I thought about the packages I put together and making it easy to kind of simulate a, a why um, because we have to be gracious right you know I, I think my videos making the rounds on BitChute, and if you want to see me get like eviscerated in the comment section put on a hack into the comment section over on, on BitChute, and they're telling me how absolutely stupid I am that it's you know that I would think it's all about the money well no I'm not that naive but at the same time you know, there are people who are just waking up for the very first time. We need to be kind. We need to be gracious. You know, the other side is evil and they're terrible and they're sociopaths. We need to be the ones, you know, the only thing that's going to combat fear is love, right? So we need to be the ones that are gracious and kind and willing to meet people where they're at and not call them stupid for not knowing that, you know, that the Illuminati is, is you know, feasting on your blood, you know, <laughs> All of that could be true, but people just aren't ready to hear that. So we need to be kind with them and we need to bring people along and, and understand that they're just in, they're different places in that journey. And hey, they're awake for the first time. Let's, let's be kind and bring them in. Right. You know, I like that message, Chris. I do because, and I'm, I'm, yeah, bit shoots an interesting place and you know, yeah. it's great for certain yeah. things, but you know, everybody's become very hardened in their position about what they think is going on. And it's hard to get people to think a little bit more open-minded to look, not everybody is where you are. And, right. and we're all, we're all looking at different sides of this and trying to figure out a massive mystery. This is the biggest mystery of mysteries. I, mm -hmm. I think this goes back into history and all of that, but to try to catch people up to what's going on here by dumping the whole massive picture on their lap, it's just going to cause more harm than good. I've seen it happen. I used to be, I've been doing this 18 years, man. When I first started and learned about 9-11 and all that stuff, you know, you start going around, you're like, guys, and I, I understand because you're afraid and you're, you, you can't believe the level of ignorance that's there and how people are just so blind. But then when you become what you hate to try to inform them, that backfires, right? And so I'm glad that I learned the skills that I did by being a coach. You know, my, my business was that I coached martial arts and fitness for a living. And nice. I know that very well that, you know, I was, I've been doing martial arts my whole life. And so if I bring somebody into my club, some kid or something and try to hit them over the head with all these very advanced concepts, it just, it's, you're doing more harm than good. So you have mm -hmm. to start at white belt. You have to, and for me, white belt in this world is learning to follow the money. That's like day one. If you want to figure out what's going yeah. on in the world, follow the money. That's where you start. That's where mm -hmm. I started. And then I ended up going, okay, there's something else bigger going on. And, yeah. you know, and, and in some of that stuff's all just back burner. Cause we're still just trying to peer into that mystery. But what's mm -hmm. important right now is that we don't get thrown into freaking gulags or whatever for not taking this jab and we don't lose mm -hmm. our entire countries and we don't get fractured in our society to a point where we right. can't even work at all to combat this. So right. you, the message of unity, meeting people where they're at, it's very mm -hmm. intelligent. And I really, really hope that after people see this interview, they have a deeper understanding of actually it's a skill. It's a skill as to how to communicate advanced information to people mm -hmm. who've never heard it before and will mm -hmm. take you time to develop that skill. But mm -hmm. if you, just the way you rolled out the information with the, and it's simple, it's short, it's sweet. 
I'm like, that's a that's why it's going viral and it should mm -hmm. go viral. And I hope it gets double the views uh, coming up mm -hmm. soon. Well, I mean, it has a life of its own and, and you know, I'm just going to let it go at that point and let people, hopefully it's that piece that somebody else can take and, and run with it. And, and that's fine. That's fine by me. You know, I'm, I'm looking at other things now and, um, you know, I want to try and help people assimilate and understand how this campaign works, this propaganda campaign. You know, the, the nurses, uh, uh, the nurses who are quitting and the propaganda around that, the, you know, it's, it's a really great way to kind of train people what's going on. You know, they, the whole mainstream news narrative on that is that nurses are burned out they're they're tired of being abused now they're burned out they're overwhelmed because the hospitals are just uh the hospitals are are overloaded with people and nobody cares anymore and and you know so they're they're all just burned out and they're gonna quit now and and that's we know that's not true we know that every, they're gonna have a massive staff shortage because there's an exodus of nurses who have seen what the vaccine does i've talked to them personally so i know what i'm talking about you know yeah. they're quitting yeah. because they don't want to take the vaccine and they're going to get forced into it and so they're they're doing this counter narrative on what's actually happening right and if you look at the protests around the hospitals the lies that happened about that you know the news ran without ambulance trying to make its way through the crowd to apparently the emergency you know uh doors of the hospital and they're so they're showing this footage of this this ambulance going super slow through this crowd because they couldn't go quick and it was loaded with this patient that was trying to see and i've heard personally and seen four different reports from people on the ground that ambulance only had paramedics in it it wasn't at the hospital anyway and they were waving and honking at the crowd and thanking them for all their support right so they were wow. on board and it's being totally backwards yeah, they, they're lying, right? And so, you know, here in Victoria or on Vancouver Island, we um, we have this little town called Nanaimo. It's about an hour and a half out of Victoria. It's about almost halfway up the island. Um, there were reports that a nurse got assaulted up there and, and spat on. And um, I heard of an assault. And so I started digging and I heard it was a nurse who got spat on in Nanaimo. Now, there are protesters who are out of line, don't get me wrong, so it could have happened for sure. And if it did happen, I definitely don't want to diminish or demean the person that that happened to. But uh, I talked to several people at that at that protest and they said, nope, we there was nothing like that that we ever saw anyway. And then I have somebody in VHA that, um, that would, if there's an assault on the grounds coming or going from work, this person would know. This person would absolutely know because this person in one way or another um, processes those reports and right. no report ever came across their desk ever at any time. So I'm not saying it didn't happen, but at the same time, I can't find any evidence that it did happen. And so you've got the head of VHA, which is the Vancouver Island Health Authority, um, saying that a nurse got assaulted and spat on, and I can't find any evidence that that happened. Now, again, I'm not sure it didn't, but... Um, well, you're right so, in your suspicions, though. Based, there's a lot I, of reason to, to, based on what you said about right. the media, and you worked for it, you know how these yeah. things go. There's plenty yeah. of examples of them lying. Like, do you remember the... Uh, this was uh, 2020, I want to say spring, summertime, and it was in New York where they were staging uh, lineups of people uh, outside of these hospitals. And they actually, mm -hmm. I'm trying, was it CBS News, I think? Yeah. Uh, one of those that staged it and they yeah. actually got caught. Project Veritas did the yeah. whole video on it. And we've just seen yeah. countless examples of that. Yeah. So being suspicious yeah. of that is very valid. Right. But at the end of that, you know, the, the news and the government all wanted to let you know that they felt sorry for those poor nurses who were abusing to work. And I'd never heard of, I, I don't think anybody was, was aggressive. And, you know, I hadn't heard any reports anyway. And uh, you got to hand it to them, though, because the parliament building lit up in pink that week. And I, I don't know if you remember or heard about that, but in solidarity yeah, of those poor nurses who were abused, they lit it up in pink and pink being the, the color for bullying, of course, right? As a communications guy, that was brilliant. Like I, yeah. hats off to whoever thought of that. Cause that is some masterful, you know, propaganda that they're, they're working with there. So, I mean, 
It was well done. It was well played, you know, but it, it shows you they are literally gloves off lying at this point. Right. And the government's involved in there. You know, it's just, it's brutal. Like I've never seen anything this intense as far as I see them spinning things a lot. And, but I've never actually seen just the coordinated full on lies. So the gloves are off. Right. So we got to wake yeah. up. Well, and especially too, cause it's not just about, whether or not we have to wear masks and all that stuff, which is bad enough. This is about people are getting jabbed with this thing. It's causing unbelievable. I, I just, it's hitting closer and closer to home. Like friends of mm -hmm. mine, people I know they're, they're having really bad complications from this stuff, even dying. Some of these people and it's, it's mm -hmm. growing around the world and there's actual high ranking experts talking about it and trying to cover it. Uh, yeah. and they're just, they're doing that thing where they're like, no, 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 nothing to see. It's guys perfectly safe. It totally yeah. works. Don't worry about what's going on in Israel. Don't worry mm -hmm. about all the reports. That's all lies and it's conspiracy. And mm -hmm. it's like, I've never, like you said, they used to just spin little pieces here and there. This is unbelievable mm -hmm. how, how big this is. And so mm -hmm. what I'm wondering is, okay, let's say we eventually get this massive exposure. Yeah. What's justice going to look like for this because this impl implicates big tech media yep. journalists uh doctors ex like uh, it's uh, the list of people that have to be put on trial mm -hmm. for this is endless well yeah you're gonna look at you know it's it's gone beyond concerning you're looking at genocide at this point right and yeah um, and, I, and I don't think people have really, it's, it's hard to believe. It's hard for people to get there because you say genocide and that's just, it's one of those things that your brain just can't process, right? You know, but when all of this comes out and it's coming out now, uh, you know, you've got journalists who know what's going on and they're silent, uh, you know, so they're complicit. You've got politicians who know what's happening and they're silent. Um, that Project Veritas video that came out on Monday talked about how oh, yeah. they're not reporting uh, adverse effects because it takes a half an hour to do it. And it's just, it takes too long. So they're just not bothering. Like that's, <laughs> that's horrific. You know, people are dying and they just couldn't be bothered to let anyone know about it. Like, you know, oh, yeah. so this, this complacency and complicity with, um, with whistleblowers, you know, and you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I can't talk about that too much. You know, I, I'm heartbroken really about what's happening. Yeah, One of the biggest things in all of that, you know, I, you, you know, full, full disclosure, I think I've mentioned, I'm not a doctor, but I did go to both of the Moderna and Pfizer applications for both the U S and Canada, the emergency applications. And, you know, there are a few things that really kind of stuck out to me and I've, I've been verifying them with, with doctor friends now, but one of the things that was really shocking to me and that nobody seems to be talking about, and, and so I take it for a grain of salt, you know, I, I could have this wrong, but the tests, uh, test group for indigenous people was non-existent. It was very small. And I think it was like 60 people, but they were South Islanders, meaning probably Samoan. So it didn't indicate exactly what they were, which means there were no stage two test groups for indigenous people. And, you know, I, you know, from my understanding, they have a very unique genetic makeup. And yeah. so when we were starting with the elderly and starting with indigenous people, I, I'm like, where are the doctors calling this out? Cause this, this looks really sinister to me, right? You know, here we are on the verge of uh, the residential schools and, you know, God willing, we can, use that to heal people and you know and how now what are we doing you know it's this is an under-tested group um and i'm going to start and what does that say what does that say about trudeau and all those guys who were pushing that and using that story of uh what happened with yeah. the residential schools not talking mm -hmm. about any of the government uh compl yeah. compliance with that at all but just making oh we just suddenly found some some remains and and so we're going to cancel yeah. Canada Day and leave the and it's like wait a minute this is being used again as a political tool and we know he doesn't care because if he did care he wouldn't yeah. be telling everybody to go get this shot if it isn't yeah. if it does indeed target certain genetic lines and all that um yeah. it, it just yeah the scale of this is mind blowing yeah i mean if there's a doctor out there that wants to set me straight i don't want to go too far down that road cuz i don't 
you know, I'm not an expert, right? I'm a, I'm a communications expert, so I can, I can see when they're lying to you. I can decimate the, the science argument in two minutes or less, but that's all through communications, right? And, and, right. and so, you know, I don't want to go too far down that road without knowing what I'm talking about, but it's, it looks really sinister for, for, you know, from where I'm sitting. Right. And so I'm going to be very careful about not really coming straight out and saying anything, you know, but I, I'd love to work with a doctor who can look at that and, and set me straight if I'm wrong, you know, and I'll come back on it and apologize if I've said anything out of line for sure. But um, yeah, I, you know, my heart broke, my heart broke when they made that announcement, you know, cause we were, we could have, we could have started healing from all of this stuff. We could have brought healing from, from tragedy and, and that's right. You know, I don't know. You know, so well, and I mean, there. What we do know is that people all over the world are dying from this, uh, yeah. from these shots. And yes. um, I don't know if you heard. Everybody heard the FDA uh, live stream that went down a couple of days ago. I played a clip from it on my last stream, where you had doctors calling in and and breaking down and saying, "Look, nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the living room, which is that we're killing more people than we're saving." Mm -hmm. and uh here's the data and then he just rolls it all out and this is mm -hmm. on the official fda stream and yeah. and so these are the kind of tools that i've been telling people to see like send that like the project veritas video your video these are all the pieces that are starting to come together around this issue that mm -hmm. are indisputable you can check it out for yourself um they haven't been debunked or refuted so they're out yeah. there they're yeah. just being censored from your view and yeah. that brought when I, when I was thinking about this fact checker thing I started looking into these fact-checking websites, which oddly enough, didn't exist until a bunch of lies started coming out and being exposed. Yeah. Uh, and this whole pandemic yeah. thing and the elections and mm -hmm. everything. And so I look into yeah. it and you go, okay, who, you know, who owns factcheck.org? And you get to these like pointer institutes and uh, some mm -hmm. of these other, you know, there's, there's, there's money everywhere. And you follow it and you realize all of these independent fact-checkers like Snopes and all that, they're not independent at all. No. And now when you bring that big, like, well, it goes even higher than that, mm -hmm. man, like now we can see how this was coordinated to, mm -hmm. um, you got to bring the algorithms into this also that when you're online and you're searching for stuff, it's it, the algorithms yeah. are being manipulated to guide you down certain places. It's like a mm -hmm. big mousetrap, right? So mm -hmm. I've just been advocating for people try to get hold of the facts, uh, you know, get in and look at these source material for yourself, not right. just uh, news articles or what you're seeing yeah. on social media. We have to become detectives and journalists in our own right, if we're going to get to the truth. Yeah. And that's what I'm so excited about when it comes to these alternative media platforms. Um, I myself have been censored off pretty much all the mainstream channels just for, I, I was fine for years talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. But this was the one thing I couldn't talk about. I couldn't talk about the American elections and I couldn't talk about the pandemic. And mm -hmm. I got booted for interviewing doctors mm -hmm. and Facebook. And I'm like, wow. So mm -hmm. that's another thing is the censoring of the conversation and mm -hmm. who's doing it. Well, when you follow the money, it yeah. all leads up to these corporations. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, when Facebook and Twitter are owned by the same people who own Moderna and Pfizer, then, you know, you don't have to be a super genius to think, well, that's yeah. fishy. Right. And, exactly. you know, and, and that's that's where we're going to get back to. We there is again, it's sophisticated and it's coordinated. They want us to be arguing about science minutiae. They want us to do that. They want us to be arguing about whether or not masks work. They don't. They they want us to be arguing about whether or not there's graphene oxide in it. And they want us to be arguing because they want us divided for starters. But if you stop for a second and start, start talking about the source of the science, then it kind of breaks down pretty fast, right? Like you, you have to bear in mind that Pfizer and Moderna have never released exactly what's in those what's in those uh, shots. So they have proprietary ingredients that they haven't shared yet. So when you say trust the science, I don't know what you're talking about because there's never been anything that has been actually submitted to peer review. So you take those ingredients, you can say mRNA is safe all you want, but it's these other ingredients that we don't know about and they've never been peer reviewed. So when you say trust the science, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. So and they have no long-term data. They don't know. They right. Don't know. They've never injected a whole planet with this. They've never injected people with this stuff.
Right. And you've got the, one of the inventors of mRNA technology, Dr. Robert Malone, out there trying to wake people up too. And even he's getting more yeah. and more and more uh, vocal about how deadly this is as more data is coming in. So, right. I mean, we are the science experiment at this point. Absolutely. It's on my, it's on Moderna and Pfizer's face, uh, pages. You can go to their websites and find out the trial phase that we're in right now. It doesn't end till 2022 for Moderna and 2023 for Pfizer. It's right on the their website. So you, you, you now know that they're violating informed consent because people don't even know their trial subjects. They're violating the Nuremberg Code. So again, it all comes back to communication for me. These are very simple things to point out, but you can't break that cognitive dissonance, right? So we need to start battling the communication plans because, you know, with, with a vaccine rollout, with censoring, with fact checking, all of that stuff, anything the government does, anything medical uh, pharmacy or pharmaceutical companies do, it all starts with a communications plan. So you can figure out what that communications plan by backtracing what they're rolling out. You know, you can find, for example, on CBC, you can look at keywords like anti-vax and you can find that they started ramping up anti-vax stories in 2018, right? So you know, so you can you can trace all of that stuff back to an initial communications plan. And it's the communications really that we need to focus on because it's the communications that are that are key. Like when a great example is when you tell people there's no long term safety data, they'll come back to you and say, well, that is because it takes so long to get through government approvals. And that's why it's always taken so long. And that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense. You know, you look at somebody and you look at a dog that's trying to understand what you're saying. Like, where are you getting that from? And that, that whole sentiment traces back to one article that was written in early, late 2020 or early 2021 by a guy who works for Oxford, makers of the AstraZeneca vaccine, right? So all of that stems from one article. And everybody thinks, oh, that just makes so much sense. But it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, this is this is how you get thalidomide babies, right? By not doing the proper data, you know, and 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 so people think that's a plausible or plausible answer, but that's a communications thing. It has nothing to do with science. So we gotta we gotta break down those communications and dispel a lot of these fallacies, you know. Well, it's the communications that are what are training people to think a certain way, which is why they think that way, which is why here we are mm -hmm. and we're having this big battle. So getting to the truth is what you're saying. And mm -hmm. uh, speaking about all this, <laughs> my rebuttal to that is, well, didn't Pfizer just come out and actually pull or the FDA came out and made Pfizer or one of those, I think it was Pfizer, made them pull one of their products off the shelf that they've had on the shelf for 13 years because they just got the facts in that this is causing cancer. In people sure. like what about yeah. talcum powder with Johnson and Johnson getting how long have people been using that? Yeah. It turns out it's carcinogenic and it's killing people. What about all the hand sanitizer that was being sold around the planet? They found yeah. out that over 40 different brands of that new hand sanitizer that everybody was getting um, was it had benzene in it, which is carcinogenic and is listed as a cancer causing agent. So, of course, we want to take as much time as possible to vet and yeah. prove and safety test the hell out of something mm -hmm. that we are advocating be rammed and jabbed into every person yeah. on the planet now, including children for crying out loud. They're going after children now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I just, I can't even, I can't even yeah, talk about that just tough. yet because yeah. CBC has been amping up pregnant women are safe and, you know, and, and so I, I can't get into that just yet. I'm still a little too emotional about that right now. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but I read a tweet a while ago and this guy's like, I think I got it guys. And, and so I thought, sure, what do you got? And, um, and I think he nailed it. Uh, if, if you haven't already covered this, you probably have, but he's, he's saying that the reason they're pushing so hard for the vaccine and forcing people to take the vaccine is they've got this limited window where they have to get everybody into the same control group because if they don't get everybody into the same control group, they've got the vaccinated and the unvaccinated and there will be no refuting that it's the vaccinated that are dropping like flies now, right? So they need to get everybody pushed over into the vaccinated 
portion because now they can't have these two test groups that are going right now because it the longer they go the more obvious it's going to be and that's probably why they're trying to push everyone to get into the one control group and that makes, that makes so, so much sense to me. yeah right i agree you know, again, i agree nine times out of ten the the real answer is way less dramatical than you think it is yeah there it is you know so oh that's that's massive that's massive yeah. wow wow well chris look uh, i've already kept you over the hour here um if you had any closing remarks or anything and i'd love to do this anytime if you have yeah, new too. research or whatever consider me and my sure. platform a place where you can drop stuff or i can help you share videos out and connect it mm -hmm. into my networks of people uh, i yeah. i have amazing listeners on this show and uh, a lot of people listening to the show also have their own shows. So I hope more people reach out to get you on and, and get this information out and help continue to get more uh, viral action on this video that you made. Because mm -hmm. I think it's just, it's a very powerful tool, especially when we're dealing with all these people out there who've never heard of any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but with that, if you had any closing remarks, go ahead. But then I really wanted to uh, show people uh, as a way out of the show here one of your videos um and i'll pull that up in a second but before we do that uh go ahead any any closing thoughts on what we've talked about here well i mean just the key takeaway is remember that there are people are just coming into this for the first time and there's so much information that you can overload with them let's be kind let's be gracious with that but let's start teaching each other it's not about just following the money like you know go to an article and if it doesn't seem right go to find out who funds that article or who is funding that particular news outlet. And nine times out of 10, you're gonna find that Bill and Melinda Gates are involved, right? So let's start educating people to not just read the article, but find out who's putting the article out there. Don't just trust the science, start looking behind the science and, and who is, who's behind that science and start looking at the source of that science, you know? Then you're, you're, you're quick to find out things like Pfizer is, uh, you know they they've received the largest fine out of any pharmaceutical company at 2.1 billion dollars for misrepresenting their products it's not a trustworthy company when they're the only ones saying the vaccine is safe and they're the only ones making trillions of dollars off it you know in the long exactly. term so you can't you can't trust that you have to start taking a second look right very well said. And man, Chris, you brought home a lot of really, really good points. Uh, really, really appreciate it. But before I let everybody go here, let me play one of Chris's videos and show you his website once again, where you can check all this good stuff out. Go to onenation.ca, spelled W-O-N nation.ca. And I believe this is the video we wanted to show people again, just about how media propaganda works. Am I right about that, Chris? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, uh, you're like, like, like early 2020, 2020 talking about how uh, concentration camps or camps or CBC, CBC, and then I split in after people were getting stuck in hotels. So I spliced it together. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, let's close with this. Uh, I'll say goodbye to everybody right now. I'll say goodbye to you, Chris. Feel free to hang out in the chat. Let's play this video. And again, I'm going to link up uh, Chris's video, his documentation uh, under this video afterwards and also over on my Telegram channel so you guys can go out and share it. So please follow me on Telegram. And with that, let's check out this video here. They are patently false, yet disinformation campaigns and conspiracy theories have become a fact of our lives these days, particularly in politics. Most get ignored, even laughed off. But there is one theory suggesting Canadians will be forced into COVID-19 internment camps. Well, COVID has, of course, supercharged conspiracy theories. There's the theory that the whole pandemic is a hoax. There's also the theory, of course, that uh, it's real, but caused by governments, the so-called plandemic. But we are now seeing one uh, making the rounds after being promoted by an elected official. Surely this government is aware of the intentions to build these isolation camps from coast to coast. And my question to the Premier is, how many of these camps will be built? And how many people does this government expect to do? Question. That is Randy Hillier, who was expelled from the PC government by Premier Doug Ford last year. I just think it's really uh, a disgrace that people use their position, uh, a public position, 
to spread falsehoods. This is damaging people's confidence, and, and I have people who are really, really afraid. And I, 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 every night on Facebook, I'm dealing with people from across the country who are sending me messages, and I'm saying, listen, nobody is coming to break into your house to force you to take a mumps vaccine. Honest, it's not going to happen. This is Canada. The government and Canada's main airlines have agreed to suspend service to Sun destinations right away. Honest, it's not going to happen. This is Canada. Starting next week, all international passenger flights must land only at the following four airports. Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto and Montreal. Disinformation campaigns and conspiracy theories have become a fact. Travelers will then have to wait for up to three days at an approved hotel for their test results at their own expense, which is expected to be more than $2,000. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Those with negative test results will then be able to quarantine at home under significantly increased surveillance and enforcement. Significantly increased surveillance and enforcement. Honest, it's not going to happen. This is Canada. Those with positive tests will be immediately required to quarantine in designated government facilities. Honest, it's not going to happen. This is Canada. I was uh, chatting with a group of students the other day and uh, a young woman uh, asked me about COVID internment camps and I had to uh, explain uh, that as we consume increasing amounts and various sources of information online and around us, we need to continue to be attentive to source. We need to be, continue to be attentive uh, to uh, comparing uh, various reports and uh, looking for trusted sources. Not, <laughs> said the liar. Oh man, well done, Chris. Really good. And man, there's probably even more we could add to that uh, now. So um, what, we got to keep getting that information out. But um, I know I, I, I said I'd say goodbye before, but we're going to say it one more time. That was just okay. awesome. And uh, I'm really glad you're putting these great pieces out there. This is what's going to change the game and help wake people up. So thanks for what you've done. And let's keep doing it. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. And uh, Chris, we'll do it again sometime, brother. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. All right, guys, have a great evening. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, everybody. Yeah.